Welcome to the People's House. Hi, I'm Leah Cooper. And I'm Alan Burks. We're the co-hosts of a new podcast called Our House that pulls back the curtains on how the Minnesota state government really works. Over the course of 12 episodes, we're going to share stories and insights that you won't find in the news. In some sense, there are rules, but they're not really rules. But I think that there is a spirit, right, of people who come to the Capitol of thinking that we're all in this together. There should be some common thread which ties us together. So there should be some rules of how we operate and treat one another. But unless you have the votes, you can't hold people accountable if they don't abide by sort of that social contract. Welcome to the People's House. If there aren't any rules, how can people interact with government in ways that make it work better for everyone at a time when the partisan divides appear to grow wider and wider? We sat down with hundreds of people who work in state government politicians and executive branch commissioners. Like Kevin Lindsay, the former commissioner of the Department of Human Rights under Governor Dayton, who we just heard. And also advocates, lobbyists, reporters, and nonpartisan staff. Some, like former DFL Representative Andy Dawkins, see a system that needs to be fundamentally changed. I think every legislator I knew who got elected wanted to do good for their community. And it's a system that kind of corrupts. And everything has to pass through an hourglass that has a bottleneck that power can thwart all the good intentions you might have. While others, like Frank Kolash, who works on environmental issues at Minnesota's Pollution Control Agency, thinks that people need to have a more nuanced understanding of how laws get made in the first place. Be careful of showing up, getting frustrated the first time, and quitting. You're going to have to run a marathon for this because you're going to have to create the story about why we need it changed. And then unpacking why we need it changed usually means getting into, well, why was it that way in the first place? In our house, you're going to hear from people who know the process incredibly well from working inside of it. Like Roger Moe, the longest serving majority leader in Minnesota history. I kiddingly tell everybody that after 22 years as the leader of the Senate, that I should get an honorary psychology degree because <laughs> when you deal with personalities and uh, it's, it's such a human process. And I think that's part of what's complicated the process today is we've kind of tried to dehumanize a very human process. And Athena Hollins, who was elected in the middle of the pandemic. When I first got there to the Capitol, it was basically empty and kind of foreboding, not just in the building itself, but also with all of the implications. Like, you couldn't forget about the pandemic. We also talked to people who have been advocating for change from outside the system, like Vina Kay, the former executive director of Voices for Racial Justice. Part of change is uncomfortable. So we're going to have to get uncomfortable. And so that looks like disruption and dissent and protest and sometimes strong language and whatever it takes. It's part of what should be a democracy is having the ability to speak out. We're not just your hosts. We're also the co-artistic directors of a theater company called Wonderlust Productions. And we began our journey with the Capitol when we decided to make a play about it, performed at the Capitol in 2018. What we discovered is that the state government is very much like theater. For everything you see on stage, there are 10... Or 100... Or 1,000 times as many things happening behind the curtain, made possible by a huge supporting cast. But theater is designed as entertainment. What happens behind the scenes at the Capitol affects our daily lives. 
With this podcast, we want to give you a glimpse of what's really shaping the laws and policies that govern our community. We want to introduce you to characters you might think you know, but don't, like lobbyists. I think people generally have the wrong impression about what lobbyists are and, and why, we, why we do what we do. Lobbyist John Appitz. It, it takes a certain kind of person to be able to do this work and believe that there's a reason for doing it that has an outcome. Or Michael Quadrosi, who is an actor now, but used to be a legislative aide to a state senator. You can't just tell people who are looking from the outside that they're wrong. That is horribly paternalistic and insulting. And it's absolutely what I used to do as a naive, sheltered, middle-class white person. And I was just like, oh, just go by the rules and it'll be okay. Like it was for me. Yeah, right. A lot of these rules are set up to exclude people. It's doing exactly what it's set up to do. So we'll look at the good and the bad. But also we'll ask questions about aspects of the Capitol you might not even think to ask. Like, why is something as seemingly innocuous as the art that hangs on the walls so controversial? Kate Bean, executive director of the Minnesota Museum of Modern Art, explains. Aesthetic choices matter because representation matters. There's a lot of imagery out there that has lent itself to people um, having these sort of nostalgic imaginings of who we are as a people and as a state. And a lot of it is inaccurate. Um, It is seen as fact when it's not. And some of it is just outright racist. And so it's important to really think critically about how we're seen and heard in these spaces. We'll be releasing our first four episodes of Our House on Monday, July 31st. We hope you'll join us and stay tuned for eight more episodes in August and September. It's not another true crime podcast, but it is a mystery. How does government really work? How can you make change inside of it without losing your patience or your mind or your soul? Each of our witnesses has different perspectives and experiences. But together, we think the stories they share can help us piece together the puzzle that is Minnesota government. And in the end, we hope you will feel empowered, inspired, and more connected to our house. Whose house? Our house. Whose house? Our house. Welcome to the People's House.